Hey to all you guys over here on Instagram. Welcome to the show. It's Great Monday night here in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey to all you guys on the podcast. Great to have you here with us on a Monday night. We're just playing the intro on Restream, and we'll get going with the show shortly, so hang in there with us. We have Scarlet Peretta and Scarlet Soul Cafe tonight. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. Happy Monday night, everybody. We have a special guest here with us this evening. Her name is Scarlett Peretta of Scarlett's Soul Cafe. Um, I am going to put up a link to... Her Instagram and her YouTube channel right here for you in case you want to seek her out, ask questions, get a reading. Go over to her YouTube channel and give her some love tonight. Uh, let me turn the chat on and get with some welcomes tonight. Hey to Kayla Rodriguez. Good to see you. Uh, feel free to ask any questions you like in the comment section. I will try to keep up with those. For those of you guys over here joining on Instagram, my Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall, and uh, all the others that tune in on Monday night, good to see you. This is the only way that I can stream this for you guys because Restream doesn't interface with Instagram for some stupid reason that really burns me up, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Scarlett... Tell me about yourself. Like, what is your background as a paranormal investigator, intuitive medium, and um, how did you, like, get into all this, and, and what are you doing now with it? Well, first of all, Catherine, thank you so much for inviting me to be a guest. I'm a huge fan. I, I, I just connected with you without you even realizing it. Because of what you promote and the way that you approach well, this you. topic, I, I, well, I have to say thank you to you because it's very responsible. And I think I had even sent you a, an email saying, oh, my goodness, I'm so glad to hear someone who's talking about protection, you know, and how to protect. And, and you have a great, um, a great uh, um, a show out there on YouTube. I saw it on, um, on negative traps. Yes. And I thought, wow. Negative you know, these traps. Yeah. yeah, these are yeah. things that we need to talk about. Yes. So I'm, I'm so excited to be part of your show. So thank you. Oh, you, I'm um, glad little, you're here. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, a little bit about myself. As you mentioned, I am a intuitive medium, very much like yourself. We just we just say it a little bit different. And uh, and as for the paranormal investigation, quite honestly, the paranormal investigation is in support of the intuitive medium work that I do. You know, I, I've been doing this professionally for 10 years now. And um, how do you get into it? Well, how did you get into it, girl? We are born with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're born with the abilities, but I think that you have to have an interest in procuring them and, um, you know, honing it. them to where the information you get, you know, it's accurate and not imagination 
and yes. that you have a desire to actually help people with it, but have it support you as a living too, because, Agreed. because I love the work. I want to do it as a full-time pr- profession and for, yes. because of that, we have to be able to make a living at it, to provide it to yeah, people right. on a full-time basis. Hey, to yeah, Chastity, Ramirez, Henderson, Kat Berard, Sheila, Sunley. A big shout out to Melissa Begley and her sidekick, Miss Cleo, Nisha Wilrich, Carolyn Harris-Sparkman. Uh, good to see you all here tonight. P- please feel free to ask. Scarlett, any questions about her or what she does? But um, so how many years you said 10 professionally? How far back does this go? Like, when did you first get into this? Well, I first realized that there was something a little different when I was about four years old and I started seeing people at the foot of my bed. And one that one, the very first experience that I recall was a man at the foot of my bed And I couldn't, I found it such a strange thing. Oh, I was frightened as four years old, you can imagine. And then, of course, I would call my parents to come in. I was scared. And I have amazing, wonderful, supportive parents. And, of course, they run in to make sure I'm okay. But they didn't see what I saw. Oh, my. And and it was, yeah, that was a little startling for me, especially as a four-year-old. And uh, I could see this gentleman at the foot of my bed as clearly as I could see my mom and dad in the room. Wow. And so it was, yeah, it was a little, a little alarming, you know, it really is, especially as a child. So, and you just don't know what to do with it at that stage. And, and of course, I, I recognized that things were happening to me. I'm going to call it by accident because that's how it felt where, you know, you would see someone and then something would happen or you would dream of something or you had this vision and it would happen. So things I'm going to say would happen by accident. It was when I was in my forties that I really felt a calling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, felt a calling. It was quite interesting. And, um, and, and, and I kind of was pulled in the direction. I remember I was shopping at one of my girlfriend's uh, stores. She, she had a little shop in Stouffville, Ontario called Moonflowers. And her psychic um, had called in sick. Oh. And yeah. And so she was like very, very, oh my goodness, I can't have it. I can't be open on a Saturday without a psychic. And she's like, Scarlett, you're psychic. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> she said, yes, you are. I need a psychic here. And then I figured, okay, you know what? I thought, honest, how many people are going to walk in? So I figured I'm just going to go with it. She was in need. She was distressed. And I thought I wanted to help out. Mm -hmm. So lo and behold, I had about five readings that day. I didn't anticipate that. And I thought that was the end. I helped out a friend and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. How did you feel though at the end of the day? Did you feel like you did a good job? Oh, you know what? It felt, it felt amazing to be able to help people like that. Yeah. You know, I never, I didn't anticipate that at all because I had zero expectations. You know, I just, I just dove in feet first, but to be able to give people that peace and clarity, you know, it was, it was such a good feeling to be able to do that. And we don't get that in our other jobs, do we? Well, this is it, right? I mean, you're absolutely right. Now, Catherine, I have to say, you know, when people come to us, I'm, you know, I don't, it doesn't feel good that they're in distress. You know, that part of it doesn't feel good to me. Um, But the fact that, you know, that we have this ability where we can be of support and provide that, that peace and clarity, uh, whether it be in a guidance reading or channeling a loved one, you know, exactly. a little bit of a, 
it was a bit of an eye opener, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And and let me tell you, I got a phone call that um, I got a phone call that week from from Charlene, and she said to me, Scarlett, I got to put you on the schedule. <laughs> There's too many people requesting you. Yes, and because thought, you okay, provided a great this. service to them. And so, well, you know what? You just do you just do it from the heart. Yeah, you know. So uh, we were talking about one of the subject actually for this evening was psychic protection. And so one of the questions I wanted to ask you was Mm -hmm. like, what is the worst thing that you've seen happen as a result of inadequate Mm -hmm. uh, protection before or after an investigation? Well, you know, what's interesting here, the topic today is specifically about paranormal investigations. And I know you're going to agree with me when I say this extends to all things paranormal. Absolutely. Whether, right, whether you venture, you know what, I want to purchase some tarot cards, as I know Kayla has, I know she's on here, and I want to experiment, right, and I want to experiment with these tarot cards. Um, That comes with, you know, a a sense of responsibility and protection of of yourself and space. Mm -hmm. Now, going back to your question about what's the worst thing, well, we had um, we we were part of a lockdown, uh, an investigation, and really the lockdown was being done not as um, because anything needed to be cleared. It was more of an entertainment where you know a bunch of us were getting together and we were going to check out this place mm-hmm. that was known for being haunted, right? And um, and because. Uh, we were entering it with the mindset of it being entertainment. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of friends who, um, before meeting us there at the location, stopped to have some drinks oh. and some, yes, you know where this is going, right? Yes. They stopped to have some drinks and they had what I'm going to call lower vibrational food. Oh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can imagine the recipe for disaster that was. That is a recipe and- for disaster. True, true, true. Yes, because when you do these things, you, you, you know, you weaken your aura field, right? And it just enables things to, um, to jump us, you know, and, and you got to remember too, entities, there's a difference between spirit and entities. Entities are not pleasant. They're lower vibrational spirit mm-hmm. are, you know, friends and family, you know, humans, I'm going to call them humans who are on the other side, right? right so, exactly. um, so we're, we're not terribly worried about them. We're worried about, you know, the entities and uh, they're constantly looking for that weak spot in the armor. So if you give them that opportunity for that weak spot in the armor, they will, they will jump you. Oh so gosh. during the investigation, I remember sitting there in the, in the room and I'm saying, I feel very uncomfortable. I feel like there's a spirit in here that's very aggressive, doesn't like us being in here, and perhaps we should leave. Uh, but everybody was like, no, 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 you know, let's, let's continue, let's continue. And I, I thought, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow. And I could see that this friend of mine, I could see that he was fading. Oh. And Yes. And, and he was, he would have this weird look in his eye. Like he was just gaze and the the way he would respond wasn't normal. wasn't what he normally does. Mm -hmm. uh, As, uh, as we proceeded through the home, uh, he got worse. And then finally he passed out from being possessed. And I, I, 
I know. You know, luckily, I mean, everything worked out fine. He's fine today. Um, uh, but so how yeah, did he you rectify the situation? Like, were there steps that you took to bring him out of that? And what were those? Yeah. Well, what um, one of one of the the girls there that does this removal quite often, what she did did was she sent Arch Archangel Michael in with her one of her guides, and she instructed him, you know, to walk out of this situation with the guides. And so once he came to, then of course, you know, I gave him some water, and um, and as as I was chatting with them to see if he's okay, I could see that he was not okay, and he just poked at me and he said, "Scarlet, we need to get out of here." So I immediately pulled him up and I removed him from the area. We had to remove him from the haunted location altogether. So did he and have any we'll, residual effects, and how did you guys deal with that? It took a while. It took a while for him to really come back. What we dealt, what we did was Palo Santo. Palo Santo, I use, I never, if I'm going on an investigation, I never leave without it. And I know that, you know, sometimes it's not convenient um, to do a smudge. You know, you can't light a fire with the, you know, sometimes, goodness knows, girl, I've, I've set off alarms in many hotels <laughs> and even at home. From oh, time yes. To time. But you no, know, that there's learned. an essential oil. You could put that in a in a sanctified a water exactly. spray, and and not have to use the smudge. And in fact, I exactly. think that actually lasts longer sometimes. So it does. And you know what? I actually have it here on my desk. I've got the the palo essential. I'm telling you, I'm not kidding when I say I never leave home without it. I always have that thing close to me. And, and you're absolutely right. Sometimes I just bring it like that and I just anoint, you know, and uh, or you turn it into a spray like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what modalities do you use uh, to assure that you're protected during an investigation? What a great question. Besides you know, the it, Palo Santo. Right. You know what? There's actually a bit of a process that I follow and and I practice this in pretty much everything that I do. But I'm really vigilant when it comes to a paranormal investigation. And so if I have to give advice out there, I'm going to break it down to make it easier because there are things that you do before the investigation. There's things that you do prior to the investigation. There's things you do during the investigation. And then there's things that you do afterwards. So I'll go through that before the investigation. What you actually want to do is stay away from alcohol, any recreational drugs of any kind. And you want to ensure that you're eating high vibrational food. You want to understand you want to have a bit of a baseline for the frequency within your body so that you're understanding when you're feeling frequencies coming at you from different areas. So for those of uh, you that are joining uh, and just getting on, uh, this is a talk show geared towards answering paranormal questions that come up in readings that we do uh, professionally during the week. So we don't necessarily do readings on the show ever. This is strictly an informational type of show. So um, I can't pronounce your name. I just see um, you. We will have links to our professional websites where you can contact us if you want a reading. But I do have a question from Melissa Newman. She wants to know what is Palo Santo? What a great question. Palo Santo is actually a wood. I think it comes from a tree down in the um, so, uh, South America mm -hmm. area. 
Um, it's very fragrant. And Palo Santo is one of those um, items, uh, smudge essential oils, that when you burn it, anything negative cannot stay in that right. space. It changes yeah. the vibration. It does. It does. Of the area. And just now, for fun here, mm-hmm. I want to do a shout out to my most favorite person in the whole world, Miss Martha Theobald in Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks for loving my hair. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> so we both use Palo Santo. Sometimes I'll yeah. use a smudge. If I can't, like let's say there's somebody in the in the residence that's on oxygen or that's elderly or there are a lot yeah. of kids, I will use the essential oil. And so how do you use the Palo Santo? Uh, well, I actually either burn the the wood or I'll use the, um, you know, I'll use the essential oil. I also make a spray um, and I carry that spray with me as well. And I, I mix it with um, water that I have blessed under a full moon for three days. And, uh, and then, of course, I actually use, I put a couple of drops of the Palo Santo and I put a couple of drops of grapefruit just to make it smell a little more fragrant. Mm-hmm. And I do add a little bit of alcohol. I use gin. <laughs> I That's don't awesome. Use, I do because gin is made with juniper berries, which yes. is also highly protective. Which is also protective. You are so smart. That is intelligent beyond belief. And then, you know what, girl, <laughs> if maybe you want to have a bit of a sip of it, you can do that too afterwards, well, look, depending on how the investigation it, went. Breath freshener. There you go. Of course, of course. I'm just kidding. Yasmin wants to know if there's any other name for this wood. Not uh, to no, my knowledge. Palo mm-hmm. It's uh, spelled P-A-L-O, and then Santo is S-A-N-T-O. I don't know what it means I, I, because that's a Spanish word. I would, I, if I had to guess, it would be blessed wood. I don't know. Oh yeah, but I'll have those, to look it up and put it on the show notes afterwards. Yeah, I've never never thought about it. But you know something, because there's a lot of questions about or a lot of curiosity around Palo Santo. I want to simplify it for our, our viewers. Mm-hmm. Um rosemary is also awesome. equally good. It is. Yes. And like it's I think Melissa's saying King Solomon selected cedar woods for his buildings because the cedar tree is adorned with wisdom and you know native americans in our part of the country not out west but in our central part of the country uh, melissa used cedar and cedar wood specifically for their smudges the white sage and all and that was more western united states instead of the eastern tribes so you know cedar has been long associated with protective energy so is peppermint like scarlet said yes. rosemary you know lemon is used lemon to is amazing. portals so there are a lot of natural things that work to do this let's see what we we have more questions here uh kayla rodriguez says do either of you utilize protection amulets yes Kayla and I have a long ago video on my YouTube channel specifically about amulets. And after the show, I'll go back and put a link to it in the show notes. Melissa says, we need this recipe, Palo Santo Gin, Moon Blessed Water and Grapefruit. So I have to to ask you if you'll put the (laughs) recipe on there. (laughs) Absolutely. Actually, you know what's better? Do a post on your Instagram, okay, 
and put the recipe on there. And all of you that want the recipe that are tuning in, I want you to go and like Scarlett's Instagram page and her YouTube channel. And she might might even do a YouTube video on how to make it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I, I love it. I love it. You know what? Hint, hint, wink, wink. And you know what? I think that's a good idea. Okay, so Judith has <laughs> looked it up. Judith looked it up. She says, Palo Santo is Spanish for holy wood, so you're so right, Scarlett. And is one of nature's awesome tools for raising vibrations and purifying and cleansing your space. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Judith. We appreciate that. That's amazing. That. Thank you, Judith, for doing that. That's awesome. So you use... Um, you know now, going back to actually, Kayla, I wanted to address that because when you're going into a paranormal investigation... Um, even when you're doing readings or whatever, but in particular investigation, you can select religious items that are meaningful to you, you know, that are protective to you. And you can use crystals or stones. You can absolutely do that. One thing I want to mention, though, that we always forget because we, we tend to put like necklaces on or maybe bracelets or rings and we tend to forget the back. You know, when you're doing a paranormal investigation in particular, make sure you either have you know, a saint on the back of your, you know, um, uh, um, backwards necklace or anoint yourself in the back with uh, some Palo Santo. But you always have to protect your back as well. We tend to forget that. Yes. And on many videos from past investigations, uh, you can see where a spirit through a light anomaly goes straight through the back of the cervical spine to, to attach to someone. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I've seen it. Yes. I've seen it. It's totally freaky. Totally freaky. But that is one of the biggest areas to protect is the back of the spine or the back of the neck. I'm so glad you brought that up. I know it's it's crazy because I remember um, looking at footage from an investigation that we did. Uh, I mentor psychic kids. And so this is where the psychic investigations or pardon me, paranormal investigations come in. And, um, and during an investigation, um, as I do, I do the investigations with my, with my, I call him my smarter half. He's, he's so amazing <laughs> with, with Maurizio. So he comes with me and we, we do it with another couple, um, Tina and Paul Jackson, and they're fabulous at it. They've been doing it for, for many, many years. Awesome. Um, yeah, as well as I've done it with family members, my my daughter has come, my sister has come along. So, um, you know, and, and we're all very, very cautious and very respectful when we're entering. Uh, but during this one investigation, one of the one of the, the guys that was there, um, he was, of course, didn't believe in orbs, right? He was like, oh, it's just dust particles. And so we saw a, a playback of it and it entered and exactly like what you were saying, it entered through the back. You could see his personality change. He just went a little bit like, like what the heck is going on? Luckily, it didn't last too long. And you could see the the, the, the orb dart out. And then all of a sudden, he's shaking. He goes, oh, I got to get out of here. Like, I don't know. I don't feel right. I just right, got to stand up. Right, because it totally messes with a person's, you know, nervous system. So going back to what you were saying about you've got a, a specific routine that you use when you're going yes. into something. Can yes. you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, um, Prior to, or so before, let me put it, I'll call before and then prior to the investigation. So before the investigation, 
I make sure that I eat very, very well, very clean, lots of fruits, vegetables, raw if possible. Drink. I drink lots of water. Stay away from caffeine. I stay away from any alcohol, any recre- recreational drugs. I don't do those, but the alcohol once in a while. But you know what? You want to stay away from those items there. Um, and you, want, I commence a bit of a, a ritual of cleansing and keeping my my aura and energy levels clear because I want to have that baseline of frequency within me. Then prior to the investigation, that's then when you decide, make sure you've got your protective items, your Palo Santo, maybe rosemary. Um, basil is another one that I use as well. And I drink it too. I mm-hmm. actually make, um, and the elixir. Make, yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I make a tea out of it. It's just hot water over. Yeah. And I, and I let it steep for about 10 minutes and I'll, I'll drink that. That purifies from the inside. Cause you know what? We do a lot of work on the outside, but we forget the inside, right? right like I'm, right. I'm a huge advocate for protecting from the inside first, mm-hmm. you know, and you decide on what amulets you want to bring, what religious items you want to bring. And it also depends on your comfort level too. You know, um, if you feel you don't need those items, um, you know, then and you protect yourself differently, then do that. Um, But if you're if you're dabbling and you're new at this, I strongly recommend bringing the protection items. I really do. And then, you know, as you are there, so as you're approaching the, the haunted location, you always want to have a bit of conversation with the spirit inside and you want to be very respectful. You're about to enter their home, you know, yeah. and it's a little bit different. I always, um, I always equate it because when I'm channeling, I'm inviting that spirit into my space. Mm-hmm. But when I go there, I'm entering their space. So you want to be very, you know, respectful as if you were entering, you know, one anybody's of your house. Exactly. But this right? is entering without an invitation. So exactly. So this you know, is where you've got to be super, super, you know, right. um, respectful. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I find you sometimes you watch these shows and they're, you know, getting them all wound up, the spirit, and then that's not a good thing. Or it's provoking. Provoking is like whenever they do that on TV and they start right, provoking. Right. I'm just sitting there going, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> I, I I feel the same way. I cringe. Can you imagine think- being a family member of whatever spirit is at that location and having somebody from wherever coming in and provoking your family member's spirit? Would that not be uh, horrific? Not okay. Yeah, it's it's not okay. And I know that they're I know that they're wanting to get I don't think it's justified to to gather evidence. I really don't. And and you know what, in my, in my opinion too, and in my experience, you get more by being respectful. Absolutely. I agree with you on that. Uh, Having a connection, trying to connect, trying to be respectful. uh, Most of the time I get more evidence by asking them to tell me their story and what's wrong? Tell me what's wrong yeah. than anything else. And what can we do to help? Yeah. Like, what do you need from us? You know, and um, yeah, yeah, that's that's the way to do it, Catherine. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. So, what suggestions like do you have for people who, let's say, we we have new people that are joining us here, and they're curious and they want to, they want to know, they want to experience it. What do you? suggest they do as far as going out to to investigate what kinds Mm -hmm. of things do they need to do 
well, during well to continue with that list, I'm just you know we've talked about the you know before the prior the during now while you're there be respectful if you sense something you know don't try to be a hero go outside catch your breath like you know like pay close attention to how you're feeling and it's important to select like-minded people and like-hearted people when you're going on an investigation because the last thing you want is to be you know um, sideswiped because someone all of a sudden has decided to do something daring or you know that could cause harm to the whole investigation. Right. Do you want to be? Yeah, you want to be mindful of that, right? Mm-hmm. And and of course, um, afterwards, as soon as you leave the premises, you want to say thank you to the spirit there. You always want to you know have have an, um, some gratitude for allowing us to be in their home and uh, or whatever land or whatever it is that you're investigating. And, um, and I always do a bit of a spritz afterwards. Um, I also, I also do prayer. Prayer for me is huge. And what I do is I disconnect with them. I say, you know what? Thank you so much for having a conversation with you. I'm going to be leaving. So I'm disconnecting with you with love and we're, we're parting ways today. And, and sometimes if I feel something a little sticky, I say, don't follow me. This is your home. Don't follow me. Cause I've had them follow me. I learned the hard way. Trust me. The advice I'm giving <laughs> is <laughs> I think all of us that do this type of work have dragged something home with us at one time oh, or another. <laughs> so, but it's what if fun. you, what if you in like, what if you encounter something really bad and what's the worst thing that you've encountered? Ooh, I, I, I believe I've encountered a couple of um, highly negative um, entities. Um, one, it was trapped in a mirror. That mirror was um, was was crazy. Um, it was at oh my God, it was so creepy. Um, we were we were filming it. You could see that it would shrink when when Maurizio walked by. It shrank in the in the window. Uh, pardon me, in the mirror. And then as he left it, it came back and it had these eyes glowing. We caught it actually on, on uh, night vision camera. Wow. It, it was unbelievable. So, you know, what we did was we wrapped that mirror in, um, we wrapped that mirror in a white blanket and a white sheet. Maurizio actually duct taped it. We moved it out of the home and we had moved it into um, a garage that was on the side of the home. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and then the owner actually um, put the thing on Facebook and, uh, and got rid of the haunted mirror, uh, which is fine. If that's what people want to do, just take that with responsibility, make sure that you bind whatever is in the mirror or protect yourself, you know, with that. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing is um, we actually caught on an EVP, um, a voice of, I'm not even going to repeat because it actually, we kept asking, what is your name? Oh yeah. And don't repeat actually, that. <laughs> yeah. It actually gave us the name and we're like, no, what? sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm never going to repeat it ever. And we caught it actually saying its name prior to that. I had seen like a, um, a, a weird kind of, um, because being mediums, you and I can see things that maybe the camera won't catch, right? but then something else will captivate it and validate what we've, what we've seen, you mm-hmm. know, what we've channeled. And uh, I, I could see this thing walking around. that was a little bit low on four legs, almost looked like a dog, but not a nice dog. Yeah. And then we got that name and that was, that was, um, that was a little bit, yeah, a little bit alarming, you know? 
So, uh, you know, and I have done a show in the past about um, demonic possession, but, mm. you know, I do get a lot of questions about what's the symptoms of a demonic infestation or what's the oh. symptoms of being possessed. And I usually will ask the person to send me what's happening to them because I, I'm not going to tell them what is ha what right. happens because exactly. that's going to cause it to happen. And if yeah. what they're telling me is not a part of a demonic infestation, then I don't want to connect them with that. Does that make sense? No, it totally does. And you're, you're, you're very smart for doing that. Yeah. Because I mean, the good news about, you know, about possessions is, you know, they're almost like stray cats. If you don't feed them, they'll go away. Mm -hmm. You know, they're almost like that. You know, that's how I equate them. Unless of course you've entered, you've allowed something in that's a little more serious, but you've got to allow it in. This is, this is the big thing. So I don't want people to walk away feeling so frightened of, you know, like that type of possession, you know, it, it's that level of possession takes time. It really takes time. Yes, it does. Um, now this but, is yeah. a, a troll I'm trying to remove, <laughs> oh. but, uh, and we get those from time to time. We're going to have that. Stuff. Back up there. So sorry to you guys in the chat, Miss whoever this Cynthia Morgan is is trying to troll our feed and procure uh clients. Oh, yeah. Which is not oh, cool. Oh heavens. It's not cool, Cynthia. It's not cool. But we're gonna <laughs> ignore we're gonna ignore that. <laughs> we're gonna ignore that. Let's see if there's anything else I need to do it. Let's see. I'm just blocking right now, but I can't remove the comments. Sorry, can't remove the comments, but I can block them. All right. I always find it, I always find it interesting when, because um, we do get the, these odd um, these odd situations where people will piggyback and attempt to get um, clients. Makes me wonder how good are they. I'm sorry to say that. Forgive me. I'm not trying to be catty. Um, I just wonder how good are they if they've got to piggyback off of someone else to get well, business. Well, I like, think it is a, like it's a desperation it. attempt at yeah. trying to take inf take energy from what we're trying to do here tonight. Yeah, it's not um, okay. Because if you're good enough, reader, you don't have to worry about procuring clients. They will find you. And exactly. you're going to grow like you're going to grow your business. I do. I would like everybody to go and like Scarlett's Instagram and her YouTube channel because that really helps out. So Kat Thank wants you. to know, can you distantly remove undes undesirable or stuck spirit? Is that something yes, you can, can do remotely? It can, it can be done. I usually refer that out. Um, I don't consider it to be one of my fortes. Um, I have done it. I have removed it. Um, but I like to leave certain things to professionals that actually do this for a living. And it can be actually re remotely removed. It actually can be. So Kat says, I get asked a lot. I cannot. I cannot. Can you ladies? I have done remote sessions before. I really would rather be at the location myself simply because uh, it's a psychometric, I think, type of reaction yes. where you get information from actually touching the environment that's around you. you. Really and I 
can't get that remotely. I still can do a remote session because energy is energy no matter where you are, but it just seems to work so much better through that psychometric ability if I can be there and touch what I'm trying to work with. I hope that. And I like what you said, what I'm trying to work with, because without being there, it becomes difficult to really assess what you're dealing with. And you don't want to stir something up accidentally, make a bit of a problem, you know, for, for whoever it is that's living there or whoever owns that property. Um, I have seen people that do clearings, home clearings remotely, um, but I'm on the same page as you where I'd like to be there as opposed to. Yeah. I take it with such strong responsibility because how many times have um, people had fun or maybe they didn't they didn't do it on purpose and they've created more of a problem in the home. Um, they mm -hmm. just didn't. Yeah, it can happen, you know, not intentionally, but it can happen. So Kat wants to know, can you PM the name, please? I'm not sure. Oh, I, so I, know, I, know I think Kat she's wanting the name of the person that you use. Yes. Okay. I, and I know Kat. Hi, Kat. I'll, uh, I'll send you the, uh, I'll send you the info after. Okay. Big kisses. Thank you for that question. Uh, so that. she wants to know, is there a difference between a space clearing or a stuck spirit? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like we both, yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference. Yeah, because space clearing can entail any type of entity. You may encounter who knows what. That's why I always go in with the big guns for whatever. Because I, now honestly, I've been caught with my pants down before, and regret, <laughs> regret, regret. Okay, so all, I mean, people call me with little stuff and, and I'm going, oh, that'll be easy. And I walk in and it's a god awful cluster F-U-C. Yeah. So Boy. I always go in. Guns blazing for the worst. I feel you. For the worst. I feel you. But you know, there there is um there is a big difference between you know doing a home cleansing because you've gone through a divorce, you know, and there was a lot of arguing there, versus you know a, a home clearing because doors are closing, you know, kitchen uh, cabinets are opening, things are moving, you hear things walking, you know, there's there's a big difference between the two types of clearing and. <laughs> A yeah, trash can they, lid they, they to pop it off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we Little. were talking earlier. I have to I have to clue you guys in on this. We were talking earlier about paranormal activity because it's at a high right now. It is yeah. at a high. And on the thirty first, yeah. which was Saturday night, um, I had some activity at my my house here and where the trash can lid actually kept popping off and flying out into the kitchen floor. So, of course, we put a camera on it. Let me see what you think about this, Scarlett. I put a camera on it. The only thing that I could see on the camera footage was right. that the light in the kitchen, and I don't know if this is a camera malfunction mm -hmm. or what it was, because visually I could not see this happening, but it, it came on the video. The light mm -hmm. in the kitchen kept dimming and mm. then it would blaze up and then it would dim and then it would yes. blaze up. That's the only yeah. thing I got on video. 
And of course, I mean, listen, when we, when we feel some, some kind of, you know, um, energy like that, and in your case, you're having then also a physical reaction. And then on top of it, now you're seeing this light dim. There's no coincidence here. You know, uh, spirit needs um, energy and the easiest way for them to get energy to communicate with us is through electricity. Right. Electricity is water is the other thing. Mm hmm. No water, but electricity is the most common, right? You know, often I'll have, um, you know, um, devices like computers, um, iPads, or even my phone, um, you know, fritz in my hands. Okay, we got some more questions. Melissa Newman wants to know I need a home cleansing from my contractor who remodeled my kitchen. I think. I think I can do this myself, maybe. Absolutely, you can. If you go back mm-hmm. through the playlist of Monday Night Live, Melissa, there's a three-part series on Don't Buy a Haunted House. And in, there's a four, I think it's a three- or four-part video on um, energy and space clearing. All you have mm-hmm. to do is watch those three videos. You can do that yourself. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Cat says in shop my healing space. People I will say LLL like to leave residue not so nice after they leave. I need to buy salt and Palo Santo <laughs> by the cases. You know yes, what you is a good idea, Cat, is to um, hide a piece of blue kyanite yes. in the room or a piece of white selenite. Selenite is amazing. 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 Yeah, selenite is amazing. And anybody that knows Kat, she's got a, a great little shop out in uh, Coldwater, Ontario, and, and she's very particular about the energy um, and protecting her space. Tell everybody what the name is. What's the name of her shop? Uh, the name of her shop is Just Breathe. Oh, I love that. I know. Just Breathe. Um Cat, now, if you see. would, leave a link to your site or your yes. phone number and stuff for the people that are joining the chat so that they can find you. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. L- Lucia, and there it is, Cat Bernard, Just Breathe, Inc. And you'll Lucia, find her even on Facebook on that. Yeah. Lucia, Scarlett, you are a wonderful person. I don't know what Julian and I would have done without you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Well, I love I love you, Lucy, and I love Julian. Julian's actually one of my psychic kids. Awesome. And, um, he's, he's an exceptional young man. And I have to give Lucy, I have to give Lucy such accolades because as a mom, this is tricky, you know, like you want to make it go away. (laughs) But Lucy (laughs) works alongside with Julian. And let me tell you, Julian has had some crazy, crazy experiences with how he was drained, you know, like any of us could do this work. And there were times where poor Julian, because he didn't know how to handle the energy, but have like these black circles under under his eyes. But uh, during actually an investigation, Julian helped a spirit that had been following him around um, cross over. Oh, that so is that, awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. I so know. that might was, be so- like a specialty of his for the future. Who knows? He Who knows where it's going to go? An innate knack for that. So yeah, before we close, I want to find out, Scarlett, what are your, like, what, where is Scarlett going? What is she going to be doing? How can we get in touch with her? How can we oh, I appreciate you know, get that. a reading? Tell me what you're going to be doing. 
Well, you know what? Um, I'm actually, this fall, I'm going to be launching a podcast. It's going to be called um, Soul Talk. Awesome. I'm super excited. And I'm going to be having conversations. I'm going to have to have you as a guest, Catherine. Yay! Because I, I really want to talk to people who um, have dedicated their lives to helping us and those out there nourish our soul. And so I'm really, I'm really super excited about, about doing that. Um, Of course, wherever it takes me where I can help those with peace and clarity, that's where Scarlet is going. And where can people reach me? As, as you mentioned, um, Scarlet Soul Cafe. I'm Scarlet with one T because I know sometimes people have difficulty finding me with two T's. Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, Scarlet with one T, Scarlet, um, and you can even find me at uh, on my on my website too, and you can send me an email out there. It's scarlets-whispers.com. Oh, let me try to get that on here. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, people. Hey. Let me get it on here. www.scarlet. Uh, go into whispers. S-C-A-R-L-E-T-W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S. What what else? So it was scarlet-whispers.com. Okay, I forgot the dash. Whispers.com. You yes. check this when it comes up on the feed. Make sure I did it right. <laughs> is that right? Is that, is that right? Oh, okay. Scarlet with an S. Scarlet <laughs> Whispers. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, hang on. <laughs> Hang on, hang on. Ah, I can't take it down. While you're doing that, I want to tell those out there one last uh, trick for an investigation. Afterwards, when you guys get home, remove your clothes. This is the hard part because you're going to be exhausted. Remove your clothes, launder them immediately, and take a a nice shower. Just wash any uh, residue off that, uh, that you might have encountered. A salt bath. There we go. You got it. And tell I figured I'd say uh, that tell everybody about your YouTube channel and what they can see on that. Um, you know what? I give all kinds of tips for um, nourishing your soul, uh, manifesting your life, how to manifest your best life, because it's not that difficult. And I share stuff on there that no one else is going to share with you because I don't know why, but I do. I share that info. I and I do it. readings. Yeah, I'll do, you know, I'll do um, very general uh, readings for um, for the, the community. What do they call that? The communal energy readings. And it's a pick your card reading. You can check that out if sometimes you're just feeling a little lost and you need a little bit of a, a little bit of guidance. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. I'm going to end the stream over here on Instagram first. And then over here on the podcast. And let's see if I did it correctly. 